0: Welcome to Rome is Home with the Fever. The Strange Italian Song. Hey,
1: everybody, welcome back to Rome is Home. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe, Still rain this week. I know we always start our podcast with um, weather statement. Still a bit of rain, but I think it's looking up this week.
0: Yeah, even, I think even now it's finally just misting up. And I think the next, I think tomorrow is supposed to be a day of actually no rain finally. Maybe even a little bit of sun. And I think for the rest of the week, it's going to be a little bit of rain here and there. So the weather says. But it's better than having just constant days of 25 to 30 mils of rain every day. Yes. You know, because, and like, I believe like, what, 50% of that is just the tears of all the people just flooding (laughs) the streets because they can't go outside. And we're going to touch about, you know, talk more about this. Just even, we've mentioned this before, how difficult it is to kind of live in the apartment life here in Italy when it's raining.
1: I manage a, a, a walk per day usually. And it's so funny because yeah. little Teresa, she's getting so big. It's it's so funny to see her. She's such a big girl. And just three years ago, she was still in my belly. But that's another story. But she's so big and, and she can express her desires. And every morning she grabs her shoes, she's like, Mama. Walk? Can we go on a walk, please? Yeah, I know. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Let me finish up here, and then we'll go on our on a walk. But we haven't been able to go to the park for a while because I'm sure it's so muddy and gross. So hopefully this week we can go.
0: And we only have the one park in this whole town, right? So oh, well,
1: there, there might be others that we know of, but
0: at least near us. <laughs>
1: near us, that is the only walking
0: one. distance. Yeah. Going to be those? Cr- well, we already are. Maybe those crazy people who walk around all of Santa Maranella. I don't know. Do we tell people? I guess we did tell people. I mean, we moved. I mean, we moved. Yeah, on. we mentioned
1: what, how we moved. Yeah.
0: Uh, that was us. It was amazing. Again, amazing what the human body and person mentally, physically is capable of. You just got to get it done. You know?
1: And the thing is, if we had a car, we would not even think of moving all our suitcases by foot with two babies. It would not even be a solution at all. But we didn't. And it, we pulled it off.
0: There we go. So this week, well, this week again, I think I think this week was a bit of a slow week. Again, just suffering from all the rain. I'm trying to reflect back on on classes. It was uh, I, I really enjoyed my classes this week. Um, you know, the one observation that I that I've learned about. So a few of my professors there uh, from France, uh, so native French people. It's I I, I my peeps. Yeah, I, ancestors. I, I, it's it's funny the the one thing i've noticed with with, with the french and i guess i admire them although uh, it, pluses and minuses um, it's it's amazing how, how well i don't know classically trained they are and i think i think you mentioned this to your to your father actually today and yes he had a pretty funny remark like he wasn't let's just say he wasn't shocked by that
1: no but, and it was, well, in and, Quebec we say that french people ils sont chiens. ils sont chiens. If you understand then,
0: yeah, we're not gonna we're not I think we're literally, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna translate gonna it. Literally translate that. But they definitely have a way of making you feel dumb for not reason <laughs> you know, not reading Homer, at least memorizing Homer's you know, Iliad and, you know, Hesiod's the Hesiod's Theogony, uh, just sort of the entire mythical creation story of the Greeks. It's like, why don't you know this? And if you don't know this, why are you here? It's like, Well, son of a gun, I thought I was learning philosophy, but clearly obviously philosophy came from the Greeks and yeah, he makes a good point. Why am I here? Wait, who am Wait, I? What is it? What is?
1: But aren't you in first year? <laughs> like, aren't you introduction to philosophy?
0: So I'm, I'm, I'm scared then <laughs> what what they, what they expect people in France. But uh, anywho, I mean, you gotta take it on the chin. Some
1: some people swear by French education. I mean, you know, classically it, trained and everything.
0: I'd, l- I, I don't think it's. I don't think there's enough time to talk about. I've had these very interesting insights into. <clears throat> teaching and what it means to be a good teacher what it means to be a good student and i do have to say that um if we ever get our other podcast i'd like to spend more time on it but for now i'll just give you the cliff notes because that's all the time i got <laughs> um it's the their approach at times that though it seems kind of hard it's it's very good for you it's in in many ways you know one of our profs in politics for example he's very much he'll just call you out in class he's like you know, give me give me the story of Saint Augustine. You know, and and you know, some people know it, some people don't. But you know, it's interesting. Some like it's like I I, I know him fairly well. I, I've watched even a documentary on his life. We watched it and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, but some people get called out. I mean, seminarians who are going to be priests who know very little about it about him. And in a, in a sense, we're like, well, that's embarrassing. Well, you know, no, it's not really embarrassing because it really shows the person, like, well, I don't know this and this is better learn it better learn it and this is amazing someone's calling me out i actually actually i think that's actually a great quality of a teacher
1: it's really rare nowadays to call people because you're afraid you're going to put them on the spot you're going to make them embarrassed no
0: and the thing is people are embarrassed and they are put on the spot but you know what it's good for you yes because and and again every every time we come to that class me my my one of my my close comrades were like terrified we're like let's What's the theme today, Saint Paul Benedict? Okay, let's learn German German history. So we're reading up things. Just
1: are you actually? <laughs> we
0: we not to that extent, but we do review like the notes. But like when we when it was about Saint Augustine, we did a little pre reading before that. Like where exactly was he born in? You know, Algeria, Northern Africa.
1: That's very uh, Smart year three
0: fifty four died in the year four thirty. So um, this is now in my brain. <laughs> Because another, because
1: another, really that.
0: Fr- well, because another prof, the other French prof, the priest, he kind of made a point of that in another class, like because one of the councils was in the year 431, a year after Augustine's death. So, see, this is oh this, my God. so you see, I'm talking like a week or a few ago, like you know, a week or so, I didn't know that, but so I actually, I think that that's actually a very lost quality that I think is needs to be brought back. I just, I really. Uh, even if you look at it, I've been, I know I'm kind of going around here, but just even like the life of St. Thomas Aquinas, a lot of, you know, how successful he was really was, you know, St. Albert, the great, you know, great teacher and just the way he, he did his schooling, right? Discourse. I think discourse is a lost thing that needs to be brought back. Anyways, it's very really good. I'm enjoying my class and learning, reading.
1: You went a little walk one day. Oh, yeah. On so, Friday, I think.
0: Yeah. Friday was one of the few nice days in Rome. Um Nice to Roman standards. I'm sure this is like heaven. I looked and I have a few siblings who live in Alberta, Canada, and I think I saw like minus 13 C, you know, and it's been colder already, but I'm like, you know what? It's good weather. Good weather.
1: It's fall weather. It's very nice.
0: I went to the Church of St. Cosmos and St. Damien, uh... Some of these churches are not open all day, and usually I could never get to this church because it closes right at like my lunch. So I was able to actually get there very quickly. Very nice church. Very surprisingly, very empty too. I think it was. I I, I put a few pictures on Patreon. Just the absolute most beautiful uh, mosaic in the sanctuary. It's amazing um, how much skill and detail that I, it's. It wasn't like cheesy. Like you see mosaic and kind of look like it looks really good. Mm-hmm. I'm just amazed. I when it, The one thing I reflect on when I get to these churches is I'm amazed at how um, how much art and skill it took to get to these things. I'm very impressed by that, this like perfection and skill of these people. So how about your week, Shunviev? I've done talk for a while.
1: My week was a bit rough. I mean, I was very hormonal this week, and I didn't feel like doing anything. But I also had a work contract to finish, and I've been trying to juggle this new work thing now. It's very new. I'm not used to it. I'm a very lazy person. And I was looking back at even when I was pregnant with Teresa and I wasn't working, I had nothing to do. I had no work. I had no kids. I had a dog. But that was it. And I was still doing nothing. It's impressive the amount of nothing that I can do in one day. But right now, I have a lot of things to do, and all I want to do is nothing, and I still have to do these things. So I've been trying to juggle that. I've been trying to keep on top of my work and trying to keep the girls a priority. But I don't know. I was I was mulling on this today. I really don't know. And if there are any moms or any dads out there, please shoot me a message on Facebook or Patreon or RomeIsHomePodcast at gmail.com. Give me your insights, please, because I really don't know what my role is as a mom. Do I need to spend my whole day with them, constantly teaching them, constantly speaking with them, pointing out things, you know, so that they're, I don't know, learning from a grown up? Or do I do this for only a little bit and then they have to learn to play on their own? Because right now they're glued to me. But then are are they too young to be able to play by themselves? That's one thing that I'm wondering, because sometimes, you know, it just gets too crowded in this little apartment. And we tell them, go play in your room, and they don't want to go. And I don't know if it's a skill that they need to have. But yeah, if you have any insights, please, please let me know. I, I'm i trying to figure out life right now, I guess how for to it. handle everything. And this is a big concern, because I feel like I'm not spending enough time with them. Maybe I am. I don't know.
0: And again, it's not. I mean, you know, I mean, we we talk about this quite a bit too. Even the work situation. I mean, that's something that could evaporate. But I guess, like you know, it's not strictly speaking mandatory. Although it's nice to do. But no, it's it's a. I think it's it's just a, a baseline understanding because, again, even even people of different temperaments do these things. Like, what is, you know, the right approach. And again, everyone will kind of have their own insight. I guess some people, I'm, I'm sure some people like, yeah, they probably do all the crafts. And
1: I've never done crafts with no, Teresa. It's- and it's not not something that I'll do because I'm not a crafty person. But then Teresa knows all of her letters in English and French.
0: Oh, yeah. And for her birthday this week, I guess don't tell her. She probably won't understand if you told her anyways. So we're going <laughs> to spoil this, the surprise. This it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's like a little number Whoa, game. Oh, the, the
1: gift that we got her. Yeah, it's yes. a little.
0: it's like a little number game. Um, Well, because
1: we have this letter game right now, where it's little letter pieces, and you have to match the letter pieces to
0: to spell words. To
1: spell words, right? But the thing is, she has it's it's a little bit of a puzzle, and she instead of learning how the words are spelled, she she knows the pattern of each letter. It's hard to explain, but basically, she just learned the pattern instead of the letters, and now she can just do the words and spell all the words. By herself, which is super impressive if you don't know that she did it by the pattern. So, no,
0: it's, it's, she's clearly grasping these things. And right. I think, and this is what well, I, it sounds like we don't know, but I, I think, I think each parenting style, and I guess maybe if people give feedback, I mean, some things work for some kids better. And I guess there's, there's, I guess there's two things there's the type of the kid that you have and how you are as an individual, right? That makes, I right. actually, I personally enjoy doing those games with her because it's, I, I don't know. Like for me, I feel like it's it's like a strengthening skill for her. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I guess, yeah. I mean, like crafts and stuff. I can see that being good, but for me, that's like, yeah, it should be something in the school. But like, I enjoy like teaching her like these things, and it's that's it good. is interesting. But, I'm,
1: yeah, I understand. Some people would like to disagree. My my sister spends a lot of time doing crafts and. She would say it develops motor skills, like fine motor skills and patience Maybe. and yeah. whatnot. You know, Teresa, she might not have very good fine motor skills. So I've been trying to, to make her right. write letters. And of course, she can do the obvious O, but then I was trying to, you know, trace it out for her so, so that she could connect the dots for V and C and other letters. And she was enjoying that. She's a, she's a bright kid. She, she loves learning she loves understanding patterns she loves doing puzzles she's um she's a little slow to grasp things but then when she does she's super excited because she's really i guess hungry for the knowledge maybe she, so, little little things at a time
0: I think so I think so but no it's 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 definitely um a challenging it's not impossible but it it is it is yeah just like you're saying it's juggling all the things and
1: and figuring out on our own we, we we were even just discussing this today how back in the day you would have the whole family around you and grandma and aunts and cousins and I dream of that but it it hasn't been a reality for us so basically we're we're on our own and of course everybody's within a phone call
0: I mean yeah I mean we can of course reach out to people and we have people here but the dynamic is is very different um, and I think we're going to we'll spend a little bit more time in the second half going through that but this is the reality i mean of being a parent being a parent in this time and all the constraints that we've listed it's it is challenging you know it's it's what's the yeah I mean, like like you're saying i think we always like back me you, know, you know quote unquote back in the day i mean even if you talk to your parents or my parents it's like yeah you just go into the field just go and you know whatever explore and just come back home You're like it's like what you know like yeah you just you just go do here you can barely even walk on the street i tell you i'm, I'm so annoyed with how these people drive it's just oh, they're I'm, crazy I, I just i'm walking down the street and i and i've, I've gotten like a thir- like a, a sixth sense for when these cars can you know just when these cars come by not literally but um but you see like i'm like i hear a car come by. i'm gonna wait a second and of course the car like it's not even the person's not even driving straight, they're reversing. And the, the the individual, I'm not gonna name the gender. The individual was not by
1: saying that, we know what it is. Thank you, Joe, for <laughs> well, your <laughs> very concealed sexist comment. Keep on going.
0: No, well I, can I state someone's gender? <laughs> this is i
1: triggered this is twenty nineteen,
0: folks. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But anyways,
1: yeah,
0: yeah the person wasn't even looking at me like this person would have hit me with the car. Yeah. So
1: they 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 drive they must they must drive eighty in a uh, fifty zone. I've seen that you know that the street to go to Carrefour and Parco yeah. Kennedy. I think it's thirty.
0: Oh, people go like crazy. They
1: go like crazy there. We have a, a few little um, small roads that connect two major roads um that we we take to go to the train station or to yeah. the, the grocery store. And Teresa just loves to run downhill. And I. I am very scared because these people will enter that street and, without looking if there's someone and, there. And you know why? What? You know
0: why they're scared? You know or you know why we're scared? Because there aren't any kids in the town.
1: It's true. People aren't probably used there's to There's dogs and cats.
0: People aren't used to kids walking around. But you know, this is again, this is an Italian inside wood. And I mean Italy in some ways is no worse than any other place, but yeah, it's it's a it's a bit of a change. But uh we'll 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 continue in the second half about uh, about this further. Now listen to the mellow.
1: Maybe it come from me. Sally. And I can sing by Valley Nelly. I think it's plain to see. Some people say that the great
0: I was reading in the news today. There was an article about Deutsche Bank and the subject was that Deutsche Bank was looking to deploy an army of robots to replace 18,000 workers. One thing that I've really enjoyed thinking about, you know, as a amateur philosopher, let's say, is this impact of technology on our society. It's 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 quite profound. I I I think for the most part <clears throat> I would wager that people believe that any sort of technological advancement is a good thing. It's in and of itself. It's almost like an absolute good. I mean, people don't ever seem to question whether uh, an advancement of any kind is bad or good. Um, although there's maybe obvious things where people will say, "Well, the nuclear bomb is bad." Okay, well, there's there's maybe some of those caveats. But I something like this, something like this, this kind of article, it really um really begs the question when is when is too much technology a bad thing you know and just up front i'm not anti technology i think technology is a useful tool that can serve us um, these advancements and all these things that can serve us they can make our lives and tasks a little bit easier but uh, you know if it gets to the point where this is a big issue you know these the, you know, was even one of my 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 french professors he was even talking about like this um i think he went to a conference and they were even talking about machines that could reproduce themselves and like so that what? It's,
1: how's that possible
0: i mean they it's not impossible when you think about it. it's kind of like they build other machines like they just oh, oh, it's okay, it's just okay. it's just a more integrated you know as we call artifact it's just so integrated and so advanced that it can just build more of itself or other other things or you know other parts or other lesser machines or something like that and i don't know it's it's this 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 sort of thing instead of giving me much joy this gives me much grief because if you look back and again i really love aristotle's view on this in in his book the politics you know within within a he kind of talks about like the, the development of little cities and this kind of ties in a bit to what Genevieve was talking about even just Back in the day, well, back in Aristotle's time and just the way he kind of saw the development of cities, he kind of saw like at the beginning of the, the main unit is, is always the family. You know, it's the husband, wife, kids. In his day, there were slaves. We don't have slaves. But just basically people doing uh, work. Uh, the way he kind of actually depicts slaves is interesting. It's really just people who just, they want to work and they want to be led. You know, and we can say that there are people who are like that in our time. They are willing to work, and they want people to make decisions for them. That's me. But we don't like again, not with the slave. And
1: I'm not Joe's slave per se, but I love that he's a leader. I am so happy about that.
0: And 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 that's and that's and I'm glad to do that. Like I'm I, I don't because you're a
1: good leader, uh, and you strive to follow Christ, and that is very important. As that's well. all. That's
0: all very important. Right. And then you go to like what happens is eventually these these small communities uh, of families make you know. They have um. They kind of expand through, you know, uh, bigger. You know, the 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 father has kids. They have kids. You basically have a little village, and like everyone's kind of taking care of each other. And eventually, what happens is as this as the village gets big enough, more people kind of come in. You eventually get to what he would say the most ideal thing that we strive for is to have a city because we're political creatures, and a city in his view is like ten thousand people. It's a very small, it's a very small thing. This isn't a large thing. But the idea is there, you know, it, there's, it's self-sufficient to a very basic level and away you go. And I just, you just, we just step back I and mean, I was even chatting with you about this, like, mm-hmm. this is like his view. And then again, I mean, his, you don't have to agree with his view, but man, how far we are kind of from, from that today and the ramifications of it, right? I mean, I think as you were saying, it's the reality that even like a family could you know, a son or daughter could live in the same town as their parents. I mean, I'm originally from around the Toronto area. Um, good luck. You're not gonna be able to afford uh even in Toronto, I mean I, I studied as an engineer. Um even with a decent paying engineering job, or I mean the houses in Brampton, for example, it's sort of a suburb of Toronto, these were in the northward one million dollar plus. I never. I can't afford that. You and know, it's
1: not even Toronto. You still have to either take the train or right. drive in Toronto, and it's just like horrible. a thirty-minute drive.
0: Horrible. Whoa. Oh, without
1: traffic, thirty-minute drive
0: to the Tim Hortons. Like it's it's crazy how yeah. bad it is. Again, but it, this is again, you know, this is sort of the we're not really in a, sort of an ideal state whatsoever as it relates to that. But uh, it really, I mean. And even just this 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 whole push, I guess, where I'm kind of going with this, you know, technology, especially kind of just tying this back into the article, it's. I don't think it's a good thing to eliminate jobs again for this sake. Because how
1: many jobs are gonna? Eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand.
0: Eighteen thousand of people who perhaps are maybe again. I don't. I don't think. That, I don't think this is an offensive thing. People who maybe aren't skilled at doing different tasks. This is fine that we're different at doing different things. St. Paul was an apostle. Not everyone was meant to be an apostle. Other people were meant to do other things. That's fine. We accept that within our, with even the faith. That's fine that there are different roles and stuff like that. But I'm very much against people, like, you know, limiting jobs at the lower base level. What are What is left for people to do further, you know, later afterwards? Just like, going
1: back to your statement about it's not offensive, but no one has the same job and no one is expected to do the same job. Wasn't that the reading this morning from uh, Lod's morning prayer? We discussed it because... Oh,
0: yeah, from, uh, from Ephesians.
1: Ephesians, yeah. St. Paul said all the members of the body need to work. And even the French oh, yeah, translation yeah, French. was even more specific in saying that all the members of the body need to work according to what they are capable of doing. And all of that through harmony and love, then the body, and of course, Christ being the head, the, the whole body can work. And I thought that was a very interesting thing, according to what they are capable of. You know, the the pinky, of course, doesn't have as big a job as the heart, but the pinky is very important.
0: Of course, it's part of the body. It has, a, it has a function. You
1: wouldn't have the same grasp without it. You wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't be able to pick your nose. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but 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 I thought poor, that was... Poor a, pinky. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> very useful. I'm kidding. I, th- I thought that was a very interesting...
0: Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I forgot about that reading. So mm-hmm. this is all spiritual. Yeah. Um, but the I'm just amazed at just looking at how technologically advanced we've gotten to the point where I don't even think Aristotle could have foreseen this, where we're this global global world unified, fully technological, like advanced, um, where we can basically now live and act independently of sort of our own nature. And And what I, I mean by that, it's it's getting to the point where people can kind of now look back and say, well, you know, how things were done in the past, you know, that's, that was obviously incorrect. Now we get to rewrite history. Well, again, just a big, big discussions on like, okay, back in the day was always a patriarchy. You know, that was, that was just an arbitrary thing that was chosen. Um, now none of that exists, but it's amazing to think that we, we can't really have made any of these claims without the technology to be able to make this a reality. But I, I beg the question, does the technology then change the nature of humanity? And I don't think it does. I think it kind of makes us foolish, fooled in a sense, where we think, well, now that we have the technology, say to make a man a woman or a woman a man, well, therefore it's okay to make that justification. That you no, know, no, no, it's always been fluid, and this is actually a big, big, big issue in, in the like philosophical arguments. It's you know, is is truth, and you know, is like again relativism. Is it is, is it is it relative Aristotle will probably be hated because he kind of says no stuff is directed towards an end his description of the society it's very much a natural observation that he saw he says actually we're directed or almost made to live like that hierarchies you know different roles for the wife and husband you know all these things like he's saying this, this is what he observed he was a very good observer um, but now it's the hierarchy, again, people absolutely hate any sort of hierarchy that's kind of flattened. Um, there's no real distinction between man and woman. And the technology has allowed us to kind of live in such a way where, I mean, it allows it. But is that, is that a good thing? And I'm not saying some people, some people might say, well, you're against technology. I'm not against technology. I'm just thinking it has to be used with right reason and bearing in mind who we are as, you know, individually as in our, as our nature and not to forget about that. I really think we've just forgotten about that. And again, even just like you're saying, wouldn't it be great if we had a little community to send our little girls in and stuff like that? And you know, it's we do, but everyone's kind of got their own thing too. It's 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 not as easy. We don't and have it's not
1: a- family. I, I I would feel much more comfortable saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm in a pickle. Can you like play with my kids for a little bit to my sister?" Than to you know,
0: it'd be quite a, a big demand for. Yeah, it just, would. Yes,
1: know. I would feel bad. The pe- the person would feel obligated. Yeah.
0: You know, it's, 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 it, it is. And in even, even our roles then as parents are, are changing dramatically because like, again, we're faced with kids, for example, having cell phones, our girls, we're going to keep an eye on that kind of stuff. They're not going to have that access to that stuff because we know the damage it can cause, but their friends will, they'll be influenced by the friends, all these things. And which means that for us as parents who want to try and raise good, virtuous kids. Our work has doubled, basically. We're going to have to be spending the most... Then you could argue, okay, do we go to homeschool? Do we run... I guess this... So I actually don't blame parents when, in the face of all these these technological advancements, like really thinking hard about, do we homeschool? Do we... And even we've had these discussions. I mean... It's still
1: ongoing. uh, We don't know what the future holds.
0: It comes and goes, but it's... I mean, it's really you know like example teresa might not be able to she might not have a cell phone but she could have a friend that could show her something on her cell phone Absolutely. and we're not, and that's it uh, okay and then we just have to so i i really just you know it's a very important i think philosophical discussion that really needs to be had because i i, I don't think this is a victory for humanity for canceling 18000 jobs okay and someone could argue well they can just learn higher higher stuff you know and then but those things will likely come off the block next i'm um, i'm just saying is it is it good to do that for the sake of? Really, let's. This is a bank, so this is just purely for the sake of profit. Mm-hmm. I would say no, but I'm, I'm sure, of course, many capitalists would disagree with me. But there's there's a certain point where there's a human here who needs something to do, and they will be fulfilled probably with doing such a very basic task. Doesn't it's not a human right? I don't know. Yep. Yep. To be fulfilled, to use your gifts and talents, even within the church in the world, for the sake of building up humanity.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Joe. That was very edifying. Uh, I will continue with my shout out series. This week, I want to give a shout out to the podcast Here and Now. Here, H-E-A-R, because it's the story of someone who lost uh, their hearing. And she's a Catholic and she goes through how it happened and a little bit of background about herself. And then, she she discusses that topic under a spiritual view, and I thought that was a very interesting subject, and I loved hearing about her journey, and you can too here and now. And guys, remember to give us reviews. We had a really nice review from someone this week. Thank you so much, and spread the word.
0: Take a look at our Patreon page at Patreon.com/slash Rome is home. Mm-hmm. Easy to find. Take a peek, see what we're up to. Support us if you if you think it's worthy. If not, pray for us. We're all the grateful for anything. So have a great and blessed week, everyone. Bye. Yeah.